Oh, what's up? What's up? What's going on, man? Not much, you? Uh, great. Uh, can you hear me well? Yeah, I can. Okay, so we can start, all right? No problem. All right, man. Thanks for doing this with me. As you yeah. know, my name is Taj Mondo. I'm passionate about helping African entrepreneurs. When I first started my journey, I didn't have a blueprint to look for or other African entrepreneurs that I could learn from. So yeah. you always have those excuses like, you know, these guys are doing it because they grew up in America. They're doing it because yeah. they grew up in Asia. But if I see like, you know, a, a millionaire like you who came from yeah. the same environment that I came from, doing yeah. it big, I feel inspired. So now I have no excuses, Thanks. but just to go ahead and do it. So I created Thanks, my man. own platform, making it an Africa podcast so that, you know, I could uh, share that information with other fellow African entrepreneurs. As I said, when I first started my journey, I didn't have access to that information. So that's yes. why me and you are here just to, you know, to learn about your journey and uh, uh, all those exciting things, man. So I don't know if you have any questions before we get started. No, no, man. Just, just, just go ahead. Just go ahead. I'm good, man. I like your book, by the way. You can't Thank save you. your way to, uh, to wealth. Well, uh, yeah, it's a wonderful book. I want to learn more about it because myself too, I don't believe you can save money in order to be wealthy because a lot of people like, you know, you have $20. People always say like, save money, save money. What are you saving if you have $20? <laughs> are you exactly. making $20 a month? You know, <laughs> how long is it going to take you to save that? you to get where you want to be so i want to know like you know what inspired you to to write that book and you know uh yeah all of that okay cool um so what inspired um me and my partner who's my wife to write the book is um you know after um diving into real estate like six years ago so the journey started 10 years ago but we got into like actual our first investment property we bought it uh um in 2014 so um we got a lot of questions. A lot of yeah. people were asking, um, how did you do this? Uh, how can I do this, right? So at first, we're like, okay, you know what? You know, let's mentor one or two people, whatever. Um, and then that was awesome. And then we stopped because we got busy with projects in the States, projects in, in Canada. And then uh, during COVID, right, we got to mentor actually about 20, uh, 20 people. And as we're doing that, we realized that... Um, we were just limiting ourselves the time, right? Um, we, we, we decided, you know what, let's look for something where we can impact a lot of people. How can we do that? And then that's how we came up with the book. Like, I think, you know, we need to write a book so that it could be available uh, around the world and people can learn how to invest in real estate. And that's how the book came about. Okay. And uh, you can save your way to wealth. Uh, yeah. So explain that more, please. Yeah, so so um, you can't save your way to wealth. I know, like every single day, we're kind of bombarded, you know, with these like, hey, you gotta save money, you gotta save money, blah blah blah, and all that stuff, right? But can you actually save your way to wealth? Can you actually stash your money in a savings account in hopes that in twenty or twenty-five or thirty years, when you retire, you are going to be that money will be able to be to sustain you, right? Yeah, and the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because, yes. for example, the other day I was talking in a group um, and I, I were talking about, they were asking, like, okay, you can't save your way to wealth. Like, I put money in the savings account. You know, I keep on putting it and I'll be good. Like, in 20 years, I'm like, okay, look at it. Look at it this way, right? There's, um, you know, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, the rule of 72, right? The yeah. rule of 72 is when you divide the interest rate you're getting from your bank or whatever it is to find out how, how long it's going to take you to double your money. 
right? Okay. So right now in Canada, the interest rate is like between 1%, 2%, whatever in the, in the, in the savings account. So if you divide 2% into 72, it's going to take you 36 years to double your money. All right? But yeah. when you look at it in, in, in a different way now, in a flip side of a credit card, right? Credit cards here are like... network or it's my website because it got cut off a little bit oh it's still doing that uh oh can you hear me now yeah i can hear you now i don't know what happened sorry i think your staff is always fun yeah so so, so you're explaining the credit card thing and then it started like you know (laughs) (laughs) okay so i was saying like the flip side of it is um credit cards here here in canada i think they started like you know you got 19 percent in a credit card right the bank will double their money in three years if you owe money on a credit card. But for you to double your money in, in a savings account, it will take you 36 years. So then how do you save your way to wealth? How? It's impossible, right? So you got to look at other ways of, you know, what have other, you know, millionaires or multimillionaires, what have they done to... Uh, to, to uh, you know, to, to build wealth and stuff like that. And one of the ways, which is what we do, is invest in real estate, invest in properties, right? Where, you know, you get the, the, the appreciation, you know, you get to do so much. The tenants get to pay your, your mortgage, you know, for 20, 25 years, you got a free um, paid property and you can do whatever you want. So there's so many ways that I loved about getting into real estate. Okay, and uh, so that's amazing, man. Uh, how did you end up, because you're based in USA and Canada, so I want to know, like, how you, your journey was. Like, you came from Zimbabwe, right? Yeah. At what age did you move to America? So um, I came from Zimbabwe when I was 18. Um, I moved to Canada um, in, in Montreal, so it was more or less, you know, imagine being put in a, in a, in a, in a province or a state where everybody speaks French. It's a French state. Yeah. So in Zim, there's no French. It's English, sure now, and Devele, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so I had to learn that. I had to learn French. Um, you know, I had to get a job at McDonald's. Um, I worked there for eight years. And during that time, of uh, course. Eight years, <laughs> bro. Come on, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I used to flip burgers for eight years, man. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. So, so during that time, of course, you know, I, 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 I was into hip hop a lot. So, you know, my money was going towards, you know, putting the rims on the car, buying the baggy jeans, you know, buying the chain and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So um, after I finished school, my college, I went to university in university. That's when I had like, you know, the grand awakening or the, the epiphany, whatever they call it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was doing psychology. I was majoring in psychology in university. And uh, after doing one year, I wasn't doing too good with my grades. And at the same time, my uh, student debt was like at the time $15,000. And I looked at what I needed to do in order for me to come out with a a PhD, for example, because with psychology, you know, you got to really like level up. Go up there. There you go. So um, that's when I saw that I was going to come out with like over 100,000 in student debt. Right. So from yeah. there, I was like, man, I don't even know if I really want to do this. And at the same time, I'm going to come out with that. Is there anything better out there? So that's when I went on Google and I researched on uh, what had made a lot of millionaires around the world. And that's when I found real estate. 
So from there, I sort of like did all the research and then I decided I wanted to drop out of school and pursue that. And uh, what year were you in? Like when you started, you decided to drop out, like what year was that? Like second first year? year. Like, first year? Oh, oh first year. Uh, you, that, that, that's good. And what was the reaction of your parents? Because, you know, I know education is very important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, lucky for me, I I had been living by myself. I was like my own man for a long time. Okay. So, it was it was sort of like, yes, I can tell them and then they'll be mad, but there's really nothing they can do because I've been making decisions for myself for a while. Okay. Um, the biggest challenge for me was to convince my girlfriend, who's now my wife now, that I wanted to drop out of school and pursue real estate. So basically, I had to sell her the dream. Okay. Right? So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got it. So how did you get that first property or the money to, 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 to get into real estate? How did you make that happen? All right. So, um, so, so the first thing that came to my mind for me to drop out of school was I don't have money, right? So to get into real estate, you need money because that's what I had been finding all you know what i found you know around when i was looking like you need to have money so the first thing for me was like if i stay here i'm not making any money right by the time yeah. i decide to make money when i finish school i'll have so much debt and whatever blah blah blah. right so um i decided that i wanted to um go up north where i could work people again people up north get paid a bit more than um down south and stuff like that so i decided to go up there so that i can work three jobs you know two jobs so that I can save enough money to have a down payment at least for my first property, right? You can save so, your way to wealth, though. That, that was the idea, right? <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? You got to save money. You got to make yeah. that money work for you. So the difference okay. here is you can't save your way to wealth means that you can't save money and just leave it there, right? You got to okay. invest that money. You got to make that money make money for you, right? Got it. So anyway, got it. So anyways, um, at the beginning, it was all about I need to save enough money, get into my first property, and then from there, I can take the cash flow from there and then uh, still work, save, and then buy more, and then keep on doing it over and over again, right? Yeah. So sure. so in, 20, in 2012, we tried to get a property. We couldn't because our credit was bad. And that's one thing that when you come to America, nobody t- tells you about. Nobody educates you about credit, how to manage credit. I came to, 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 to Canada, took credit cards, used them, didn't pay them back, you know, and stuff like that. So it basically caught up with me when I was going for the first property. So it took us another year for us to fix that to get into the first property. Now, the first property, which was like, we still, we still own that property till today. That property like made us who we are. The learning experience and how much money uh, it, it, it has been making over the years. So what we did was we got a bungalow. I don't know. Do you know what a bungalow looks like? Uh, not sure. What does it okay, bungalow so it's, look like? It's a single level home. Okay. But that has a basement suite. Do we? Do you call that a ranch too? Is that what you call a ranch? I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I used to own a ranch. Yeah. I know. So exactly. yeah. 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 So what we did was we converted the basement suite into um, um, a, uh, a rental unit, a three-bedroom rental unit, right? So what that meant when we moved in um, is that the tenants that were living downstairs were paying for all our expenses. So we were living upstairs for free, right? Oh, 
Okay. And once we started collecting those checks to the bank or taking those checks to the bank, it became addictive. And then it got to a point where we converted the upstairs. It was two bedroom upstairs. We added two more bedrooms. And then we moved out of the property because my wife was pregnant and uh, we're doing some renovation that wasn't good, right? So we moved out. We lived with my in-laws. Uh, and then we rented out the whole space. That's yeah. what, um, that house or this house uh, at that point was cash flowing just over $2,000 nice. a month, right? Nice. That's money yeah. we didn't have to work for. That's money that was guaranteed every single month, right? To date, it's making close to 3000 a month. That's, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Right? So yeah. that's how we started. We okay. just went. Okay, so you say something important that, you know, you dropped out of school to focus on real estate because you f***ed up cheaper than the money was it. What do you have to say about education and wealth, uh, the relationship between the two? Do you, does one need to be educated or to have a, you're a millionaire already without a college degree and you have a lot of stories like that. But they, I, I, I still don't know what the confusion is about when people pursue education in order to make wealth. So do you ha ha how do you see it yourself? Do you need so, to be educated okay. to get to that level? Okay, so what I noticed from my formal years in school and stuff like that is that school doesn't teach you this, what happens on the street. Yeah. School teaches you to be an employee, right? Whereas you see people who come out of school, they don't even know how to balance a checkbook. They don't even know how to pay bills or whatever that is to balance all that stuff, right? So I'm not saying that school is bad. School is good. You got to be educated to a certain point because you got to be able to count your money, <laughs> right? You got to be able to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? But it's important that you also get, for me personally, it was mentorship, right? For, yeah. for, for me to be able to scale... Um, the business that we have in real estate from where it was when we began to where we are today is because we took mentorship from people who were doing this, right? They learned this in their university years too, um, but they did not drop out. They finished school. They actually took money. Uh, they took um, student loans. They took their student loan and they bought their first property. And then they got their friends to rent that property with them. So they were living there for free. But anyways, so those guys... At the point where we got the mentorship with them, they had over 100 properties. Okay. Nice. So, yeah. so we took mentorship from those guys. So what I'm saying is education is important, right? Whether it's going to school and getting your degree and all that stuff, you have to know what you're getting yourself into. So if you go and become an accountant, right? I've seen accountants who have gone on to, 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 um, to start accounting firms, which are massive, Right. Yeah. I've gone, I've seen people that have like uh, doctors or who like started working in the started working in the hospital and then now they've all went on to open their own private practices and stuff like that, right? So yeah. education is needed, but now it's about you personally. When you get to a certain point in life, you gotta be able to be open to look at what the world has to offer, right? Because the most because what I find where the problem is sometimes is like. There's just one way. Like when we grew up, my parents, the only thing they knew was school. True. So if there's no school, you are a bum. You are, you're going to yeah. be a garden boy. You're going to be, you know what I mean? You're going to be a house girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things available for them. <laughs> right? But when you yeah. come up here, 
in, in North America, you'll find that there's so many like ways you can do this. You know, you can even take trades. You can be a plumber and make more money than someone who's, uh, um, you know, uh, working in the bank. Right. You can be an electrician. You can be like there's so many things you can do. So education is important. Okay, and uh, you mentioned something about mentorship. You know, uh, yeah. is something that played a uh, played a key role in your success. Uh, yeah. t- tell me more. How did you uh, meet your mentor, and how did their relationship begin? And uh, mm-hmm. did you have to pay for that? And all of yeah. that. Okay, so um, the way I met uh, my mentor was through TV. So I used to watch his show so much. So the first house that we bought, right, is an investment property. We basically yeah. followed everything he did on TV. Mm. And it worked out, right? So when it happened that he was coming to a city near, near us, we decided, you know what, we actually want to see him because, you know, we have done this because of him. So when we went to see him, that's when we realized or we heard that, you know, he told us that he was having, you know, mentorship programs and stuff like that. And then um, the one that we took at the time was the ultimate one, and it was $20,000. And that was six six years ago. All right. So you can imagine who in their right mind has $20,000 to just like, here, I want to learn. You know, uh, not, you not know? a lot of people <laughs> do that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And even yeah. us, we didn't have the money. Right. We had to swipe our credit card because we felt like there was just this vibe that, you know, this was our way that we had to take. So okay. we had to swipe out our, our $20,000 credit card at 19.99%. And we told ourselves that we we're going to make this money back within the first year, right? Yeah. And we did. And we did make that money back. We basically made sure that we took advantage of every single thing they taught us. You took the risk, man. You took the risk. And yeah. and uh, so was it worth it paying the $20,000? Uh, do you think? What changed? That's what I want to know. I think it was worth it seeing where you are here right now. But I want to yeah. see, like, what was the shift? Because you already mentioned that you already had a property already in yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. So what were, how how did your learning change after, like, you know, after investing in, in the mentoring program that you invested in? So uh, I, I think the first thing that happened was the shift in mindset. Right. Okay. So um, when we were doing it, just me and my wife, it was just like, OK, let's do this, blah, blah, blah. Right. But when my son came into the picture, it were, it changed the mindset. It was like, OK, now, you know, we want to build generational wealth. We don't want to be in a situation where like our parents um, uh, were or are. Right. Like my parents, like they're not they're not rich people. They're, they're like, you know, I consider myself as we were poor. Because, okay. you know, um, the, the, the cost, the, the way we lived and stuff like that, I think on my book that I'm writing that's going to be coming out next year, um, I, I wrote that, you know, uh, seeing bread in our house was like, you know, like Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> times are tough, my brother. <laughs> right? So, yeah. so, so we used to eat mtakura almost on a daily basis, yeah, right? For sucks. breakfast, right? That sucks, so, yeah. So, when my son was born, I had to make that shift. Like, do I want to be that guy who is like, you know, depending on my son's future to support me, right? When I retire, like, oh, you know, you know, you need to send my send send you know dad and mom money and all that stuff. I was like, no, this has to stop with me because we are doing that, 
Do we want our kids to do that? No. So what no. should we do? Let's build that generational wealth that will make sure that when we reach 60, 65, whatever, right, we can yeah. take care of ourselves. We don't need our kids to take care of ourselves. So, yeah, so that was where the shift was. Okay. And uh, so with uh, with the mentorship, you know, uh, yeah. it seemed like it went great and uh, it worked out great for you. And I believe you mentor uh, other people. What challenges have you experienced? Because a lot of us, when you see someone who is so successful like you and you want to be mentored by you, we're looking for those instant results or we're looking for yeah. kind of like the same story as yours. For yeah. You know, because you, you got in, your thing started working out uh, maybe a few years after, but for somebody, it might not work out like that. So how has been your experience being with the people that you've been <laughs> mentoring? Have, has <laughs> they been successful as you or you've had some challenges, some people are like, this guy is a fraud, you know, it, it's, yeah. not worth, it's not worth it being mentored by him. So can you explain yeah. on that? So, yeah, so in anything that, that you do uh, as a mentor, um, there's always going to be those people who are not going to make it and people that are going to make it, right? Okay. Like if I tell you like the people, some people that we started with, they still don't own any property up to date. Mm. And we've got mentorship at the same time. Okay. Right? So yeah. it's 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 the the um the obsession that you have to be with success. Do you mm. know what I mean? You have yeah, to be I obsessed with being successful. So um if you're going to be mentored, like when we mentor people, we give them all the tools that they need in order to be successful. Now application right because you gotta apply yeah. you gotta execute so if you cannot execute then you're not gonna be successful uh having said that you know i'm pretty sure you've looked at my profile we've had some students that have really um you know succeeded and you know no no you know getting into real estate we uh, most recently i just posted a student uh who had no idea that they could scale to where they are today they i think um they added about uh, 11 doors, right? Within a space of six months. Oh, nice. What does, what does 11 right? doors mean in the real estate world? What does 11 doors mean? It means uh, where you collect rent, right? Mm. So you're getting so, rent from 11 doors. People. People. Exactly. There you go. 11 doors. 11 people. <laughs> right? <laughs> got, you got it now. Okay. So, and I'm not, talk, uh, I'm not talking yeah. about rooms. I'm not talking about room rentals. I'm talking about actual units. That's what units. it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, you know, uh, in Africa right now, our experience, your experience, my experience is different. The circumstances back home are totally different, you know. So how do we uh, encourage or motivate young people that are coming from uh, from nothing? As you said, you're having mutakura for, uh, for breakfast. Uh, when you see bread, you're excited on like Christmas. <laughs> So if you're in that situation and, you know, and uh, you want to be in your place that you're in right now, but, uh, you know, you don't know how to get there, what advice would you give someone like that? I would say, man, uh, to be successful, you need to be patient, right? Um, yeah. Your time is going to come, but for your time to come, you got to put in work, right? Um, I think I had the same question a couple of weeks ago. Someone was asking me, look, man, I'm in the rural areas, um, like, what do you want me to do? You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing to do and stuff like that, right? And I was like, um, the first thing that you need to do is to, um, you know, notice notice someone who's doing well in the community, in the rural areas, in the village or whatever that is, right? Um, yeah. Go and get mentorship from that person. Go find out why they're doing so well, right? Of course, you're going to say, ah, you know, 
because a lot a lot of times what happens like we got so much ego right we got so much ego that we feel like ah i don't want to go there what is he going to think of me or whatever that is but for you to be successful in life you got to put that ego down right you got to be um you got to be humble basically right so you go and ask that guy how do you do your stuff that guy these two things that might happen that guy might say you got to pay for me to teach you whatever i'm doing or you got to work for me for free you got to come and help me out when i'm doing stuff right so yeah. you can start that way to learn on how to be successful whatever that is he's doing from there they basically what i'm saying is identifying people that are successful and seek mentorship from those people okay and and uh so the, the, this is the other challenge you know when somebody if you're staying in a community and there's one person that's successful the issue that comes with that is that that person is approached by so many people mm-hmm. for mentorship and things like that so it's kind of hard like even like messaging them to say yo bro can can to take time of their day to say can you mentor me and stuff like that so what would you suggest or advise on the approach of creating that uh relationship of asking somebody to help you or to be your mentor how how do you approach that i would say persistency man you got to be persistent yeah. you got to show that you want it right okay. because okay. the person is not going to say like the first time you go there and be like ah oh, okay i come come do this or whatever right they want to yeah. see that you have it in you that you are serious that you want to do what you want to do. Most young people they would come uh, and be like oh whatever one or twice oh he doesn't want to you know he he, uh, he thinks he's better than everybody else or whatever that is right but that's not yeah. the point. Uh-huh. The point is to show that show that you are you know you have the zeal to do it. Right? And yeah. if you want to succeed you have to be humble. Remember what I said you got to be humble. humble. And when you're humble yeah. you're going to learn a lot. Learn to keep quiet and listen <laughs> listen a lot right yeah yeah, yeah. so that's what and, i say yeah and uh, it's it seems like you know a lot of entrepreneurs that i talk to and from my experience as well humility and being humble is something that always come up be humble be humble and there are a lot of people kind of miss the point but i think yeah. it's very relevant when it comes to humility by talking uh, about being humble and things like that let's talk about being materialistic in the entrepreneurial yeah, yeah, yeah. as you can tell i mean this car here because i like things you know because <laughs> things they motivate me <laughs> to get yeah, where yeah, yeah, i want to yeah. get to but other yeah. people don't understand it like okay why is he in that car because i yeah. feel like if we don't do things like this it won't inspire somebody because that's what inspired me to do what i'm doing because i saw yeah. somebody with a lamborghini i'm like damn How was yeah. the Lamborghini? How did you get yeah. that? And this guy was yeah. like, "Oh, I don't know if you watched the Tayo Lopez video on YouTube called uh, uh, Garage in the Lamborghini or oh, Lamborghini oh, no. uh, Lamborghini video on YouTube." No, you I haven't watched it. it. Yeah, so he's just, just in the garage. He said like, "Oh, I'm in my garage right now, and this is my Lamborghini. Do you know how I bought this car? Knowledge." And he had a lot of books <laughs> behind him. I'm like. Oh damn. <laughs> okay, so I have to read to get to that. But that wasn't the point. But that got me started. You, you know my point? So I see that you yeah. have the Maserati, I see that you have the Range Rover. So what do you think about uh me, me, being materialistic in the entrepreneurial world? What what are your thoughts on that? Uh my thoughts on that is in life you got to live, man. You got to enjoy life True. when you can. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you can stash all this money in the bank and then you wake up like just like this year this year covid came you know people died 
you know, and mm. people are still dying and you leave the world without even enjoying it because you're busy like stashing money away. So if there's anything that, you know, this year has taught us is enjoy your life. True. Right. So whether yeah. it's buying a Louis Vuitton bag or it's buying a Ferrari or Range Rover or whatever it is, it's it's your um, uh, it's your happiness. You know, it's not my happiness is not your happiness. Right. But you got to be strong in the mind here because you're going to get people who are going to say you're showing off. You are this and that or you're this and that. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there are people actually that I've met that don't spend their money because they are afraid of what other people are going to say. Mm. Right. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to live like a life like that where you're afraid you're, you're always thinking of what other people are going to think of you? No. Right. And, and yeah. I'm talking about that. I actually, I actually, uh, um, did a, did a video, uh, that's on, uh, that's on Zim celebrity right now. I did a video where I was just like mimicking, uh, passion Java. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the comments that are there, I'm like, man, you guys, you all got to change your mindset, man. True. You got to change your mindset. If you guys think you're actually affecting me, you are... <laughs> you're going crazy. You're crazy. But, but still, you know, we're living life, man. Life is too short. Yeah. The reason yeah. of living is to live your life to the fullest. Why live yeah, empty? Yeah. You need to die full, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, what are your last words that you give to young entrepreneurs out there who want to be in a place that you are in right now? I would say, I mean, one of the, 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 the most important thing that I realized and that I've been like, you know, finding out as well is to be an entrepreneur, it's something most of the time it's in you. All right. Um, you know, sometimes it starts in high school, you know, sometimes that's primary school, whatever it is, right? Most of them that I've spoken to, they had some sort of like, you know, they touched this and that uh, when they were young and stuff like that. But not to say that you can be an entrepreneur, you know, at 20 or 30 or 50, whatever that is, right? But what I want to say is, you know, in order for you to succeed in life, whatever you want to do, you need to know your why. You need to know the reason why you want to do that, right? Money is not enough. Most people want to be successful because they want to have a lot of money, right? And that's the reason why they fail because they get into real estate, for example, and then they get um, two or three uh, tenants that are giving them issues. And guess what? They shut down. They sell the property because it's just too much, right? For them, yeah. Because they were doing it for the money, not for, you know, you know, generational wealth, not for maybe, you know, your family, you know, it has to be dear in you, the reason why you're doing that. So that's one thing you got to, you know, know your why, why you're doing that. The second one is get mentorship. Mm -hmm. You can go to school, right? And be an accountant, yep. whatever it is. But at the end of the day, when you come out of there, you got to follow people that are doing what you see yourself doing in the future. If you're trying to be uh, an entrepreneur, for sure, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that have done it so well as accountants, accounting firms and all that stuff. Get mentorship. Learn the, the, like the street smarts of how to do stuff, right? And yeah. I think those are the, for me, those are the, and then third, do not care what people think of you. Yeah. Never, ever care what people think of you. You are your own person. Whatever you do, the consequences come to you, not to them. You know, your bills are paid by you, not them. 
right? <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so, so whatever you do in life, just, you know, um, hold yourself accountable and it's only you, not them. So, yeah. Okay, you mentioned something very important, which is know your why. Why are you doing something? Uh, if you get into something just for the money, you want you can make the money, or, or you won't be that happy. Or at the end of the day, you know, uh, you do something, but you get out real quick because you didn't know the reason why you're doing it when you face challenges. So my question is that for me myself, I believe everybody can get wealthy differently. There are different paths to wealth. Your path is not going to be my path. So what exactly. I've seen a lot of people doing is like, I see you doing real estate. I'll be like, okay, I want to get into real estate because this guy is doing it. <laughs> but, you know, that's not necessarily my path, yeah. my path to wealth. I, you have your yeah. strength, I have my own strength, I have things that I like and your things that you, yeah. you enjoy doing. So, you yeah. know, when you do the real estate, it comes natural to you. But for a person like me, who's trying to just like be in a place like you, just following you, you know, and just forcing you. So, I, I don't know, how do you see that? Do you think someone like me, if it's not my path, I can just be like, oh, I want to do real estate and just do it and be successful. So I don't know. I don't know if you get my question or, or I do. yeah, I, I do do get your question. So I actually had forgotten to talk about this. So, um, you know, it's not. So when you want to get somewhere, when you want to be successful, whatever it is, right. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean that the things that you're going to do along the way are going to be, you're going to be passionate about. Okay. Right. Yeah. We used to be cleaners. We used to clean people's houses, right? Before we owned yeah. any real estate, <laughs> right? Yeah. But guess what? The money that we're making as cleaners, the money that I was making as a as flipping burgers, the money uh, we're making as you know hotel um, you know uh, agent, whatever that is, right? That money helped to get to that first thing, right? And then from there, something else happened, right? Another business we opened helped us with the cash flow. Were we passionate about that business? No. No. Right? But yeah. now I'm in a space where I'm doing what I'm passionate about, what I love. Right? Mm. So some people might see real estate as, okay, I'm going to make money, but I don't like it. Right? But I want to get to do something that I'd like. Should I start there? Is it a possibility to start there, stack up my money, and then I can do what I'm passionate about? Yes, of course you can do that. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you have to take a lot of shit before you get yes. to where you <laughs> where you want to go. <laughs> That's amazing, my brother. But uh, anyway, thanks for doing this with me. How best can people reach out to you, and uh, can people yeah. message you with questions and stuff like that, and how they can get to your book as well too? All right. Cool. Cool. Um, so you can reach me here on Instagram, of course, uh, as Z Takira. I think that's that's my thing. Uh, Z Takira. You can also um, go to um, you know the family one, which is uh, um, the Takiras. So the Takiras, you can actually get it uh, as a as a website. Um, you can get us on YouTube as well. The Tsikiras. You can get us on Facebook. Um, and then if you just go on Google and type my name, Zeb Tsikira, you'll find me. Uh, if you go on, on YouTube, you'll find me. So you'll find me anywhere. So whenever, wherever you feel like you want to reach out to me, go ahead and do that. And we also, as you said, you asked before about our mentorship program. We do have, you know, a mentorship program where we mentor people how to start getting into real estate. And it's called 16 Week Investor. One six week investor. So you can you can actually look for it on Google. It's we got a website, uh, 16weekinvestor.com. Um, but yeah, I think 
I've exhausted all of them. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I understand you're a very busy man. It's just after Christmas. I know you have a family, but you took yeah. your time and of the day to yeah. share this valuable information with us. And uh, I do appreciate it, man. I appreciate your time. No problem. And can you also send me this video? Uh, definitely. I'm going to download it and then uh, I'll, 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 I'll share with you uh, maybe by the end of the day. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Thank you so Perfect much. Step. Thanks, man. Take care, bro. Thanks. All right. Take care. All right. Cool. Bye.